How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Russell Wilson is calling his shot. Hey, welcome to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Uh, Russ making some bold predictions, Perloff. He was a guest on the I Am Athlete podcast. Brandon Marshall. I don't know what Russ is talking about. Well, let's get to it. Says he wants to win not one more Super Bowl. He wants to win two. For me, it's about winning. Over the next five years, I want to win two. I want to feel the chill of that trophy again. All right. Well, there you go. He also says, uh, you know, he'll stay in Denver. I got more fire than ever, honestly, especially over the past two years of what I've gone through. Whether it's in Denver or somewhere else, I, I hope it's in Denver. You know, I hope I get to finish there. I, I committed there. I wanted to be there. You know, I want to be there. I hope it's not in Denver because it doesn't seem like your head coach actually wants yeah. you to be there. Sean so. Payton hopes it's not in Denver. <laughs> and he has some say over this. Uh, you would think. Now, I don't mean this to sound harsh because I do like Russell Wilson, and I think he has definitely has a future in this league. I don't know if it's a starter, but he definitely can continue to play. But if you're going to like ask me to pick a side here, I would say it would be more likely that Russell Wilson never reaches the playoffs again as a starting quarterback as opposed to wins two Super Bowls in the next five years. Is he going to back up Patrick Mahomes? How does he plan to do this? Yeah, I, I, first of all, it's such an odd statement to say I'm going to win two Super Bowls in five years. I think every quarterback should be. My goal is to win the Super Bowl every year. That's like Russ usually says that, but I guess he's sort of lowered his expectations. I just do not see the spot where he's a winning quarterback because – the one spot would be Pittsburgh because they have T.J. Watt in that great defense. Maybe you win two there, but I don't know if it's going to be Pittsburgh. If it's not Pittsburgh, then you're looking at a bridge situation, Atlanta or Washington. And those teams, it, he's very likely to go to a team that is not ready to win a Super Bowl. So the odds of him landing in a Super Bowl-ready team where they can win two in five years seems really, 
really um, far-fetched to me. That's not usually what happens with quarterbacks at this level. Okay, let's break it down. So Russell Wilson says he wants to win two Super Bowls in the next two to five years. I think saying five years was kind of, I don't know if it was calculated, but the cool thing about the NFL and I think why we like it so much is because there's always teams that go worst to first. And actually, you can turn things around in five years. Sometimes that's not a given. Like baseball teams and stuff like that, you can't turn things around. You can't become a, a World Series champion in just five years from but you a tank. You don't turn it around with a 38-year-old quarterback. Well, you turn saying, it around with a young quarterback. He's, I think he's giving you that five-year window. Because like, if you could squint, you can kind of see any of these teams winning in five years. Like, Do I think the Tennessee mm. Titans could win in five years? Again, I've got to squint, but I could talk myself into a situation where they win in five years. Like I Everyone can... has a shot in five years. Well, I think he's do, he might be doing five thirty-five to forty. That might be part of it too. Okay, he might you can be, do that too. But regardless, so I there's no formula. You don't Tennessee. You can't squint and see a veteran quarterback leading Tennessee. Why? The only squint is if they get lucky and draft a all-time quarterback. That's how you do it in five years. You don't do it with by Matt Ryan was not going in at thirty-eight and turning anyone around. So I don't think that that scenario exists. Well, again, it's kind of hard to see a starting scenario. Period existing for Russell Wilson. Because you mentioned the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they are the odds-on favorite to land Russell Wilson, right, according to, like, DraftKings and FanDuel. But you can't convince me that Pittsburgh would actually hand the job to Russell Wilson. He would have to compete to win that job with Kenny Pickett. Now, he might just beat him out. It's possible. I still think that that Pittsburgh is still trying to make Pickett happen. I don't think they have given up on him by any stretch. I do think they were just going with the hot hand with Mason Rudolph and just trying to get through the end of the season. And Kenny Pickett was like, you know, had this surgery and was trying to come back in this really expedited timeline. I don't think that meant that they were totally washing their hands with the former first-round pick. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree with that. I think they invested in Pickett. I think you can't bring in Russ and start Pickett. I think Russ is still too good. I think you'd have to go with Russell Wilson. I think you could bring in Ryan Tannehill, who is Arthur Smith, the new offensive coordinator's former quarterback, and he can stay behind Pickett. I think that's fine, but you can't have Russ. You honestly think that Pickett could beat Russ in the preseason? That that would seem like a major problem for the Steelers to bring in a future. Likely, I think he's a future Hall of Famer still. I think there are people who are saying he's ruining that legacy, but you can't have Russ as a backup. You can have Tannehill as a backup. Yeah, but if I actually want to win the Super Bowl, I'm going to need a better backup than Tannehill because he's going to get hurt too. I'd be worried about that. And right, so, I think right. You're saying you're going to have a better backup than Ryan Tannehill? I would like a, a 35 year old three time Pro Bowler. That's not bad for a backup. Well, I'm saying I think Russell Wilson would be the better one. And here's the thing: why I would make Russ the backup if he actually did go to Pittsburgh and there was like a a real competition between him and Pickett. If Pickett struggles, I can always bench him for Russ. If Russ struggles, uh, it's a really di- more difficult situation with benching, and then is Kenny Pickett going to come in and be the savior? I, it's it, That can get complicated. You can have Pickett and then bench him for Russ, and Russ comes in to finish out the season. I think if Russell Wilson signed with the Steelers and was not under center in week one, that would be a huge issue. I think that'd be the number one thing we were talking about. Well, but that's also why there's not an easy find for him in terms of looking for a home. So he's saying he wants to win two Super Bowls in the next five years. That's all well and good. I'd more likely place a bet that you are not going to make the playoffs in the next five years. I agree with you. I think he's going into a bridge situation where Washington's going to draft somebody or and bring in Russ or Atlanta maybe draft somebody or have a plan. I do not, unless it's Pittsburgh, there's no way he's winning two Super Bowls in five years. I'm still, I'd still say Justin Fields to Pittsburgh, I don't think is dead either. Now, 
I don't know if, you know, Mike Tomlin likes Justin Fields, according to reports, but Arthur Smith, the offensive coordinator, passed on Justin Fields when they had the opportunity to draft him in Atlanta. Who knows what's going on behind the scenes? But if I'm really trying to keep my window open and I really think I need to move on from Kenny Pickett, I'd rather do it with Fields than do it with Ross. Uh, yeah, I hear you, but Fields and Pickett is a problem, too. <laughs> this is all problematic. I'm not sure in that, who knows, in different offensive systems, Fields is very specific to certain kinds of systems. Pickett's probably very specific yeah. to certain kinds of systems. I think that's creating a messy situation, too, because there's two very young quarterbacks. Pickett and Fields are about the same age. I know, but what's funny to me is that it seems like it would be untenable to have Pickett and Fields in the same quarterback room, yet there are people out there who want Caleb Williams and Justin Fields to be in the same quarterback room. That is 10 times thornier than what would happen in Pittsburgh. Well, that's flat-out Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes. Then Fields is gone in a year. And yeah, Fields is probably Smith happy with that. Yeah, Alex Smith was in a way different part of his career than, than Alex Smith was in when he got yeah. to Kansas City. And, I, he, and Alex Smith had a couple years to start in and really be the guy in uh, – in Kansas City, Fields, you know, came in. Dalton was starting at first, and then they were changing around offensive coordinators and everything. I think the Bears started that rumor just so people said, "Hey, you better really give us some good picks, otherwise we're going to keep Fields." It does seem unrealistic. Again, I think the perfect solution is Kenny Pickett and Ryan Tannehill because nobody's going to care if Ryan Tannehill's on the bench or or if Pickett's on the bench. If you bring in Russell Wilson or Justin Fields, you're courting a lot of controversies, stuff Mike Tomlin I don't think wants to deal with. You already have those crazy wide receivers. Do you really need a quarterback controversy like that? I ask you this. If you you picked the Steelers to win the Super Bowl last year. Yes, I love it. I'm still picking them. If it was Pickett and Tannehill, you're still picking them. No. Exactly. <laughs> but, Thank you. But I, just, I will and tell ladies you. and gentlemen, the defense rests. No, I. of course you're not. But if it's if it's Pickett and Fields, maybe you've got something going there. Justin Fields. Yeah. I'm picking the Justin Fields to lead the Pittsburgh Steelers to the Super Bowl. You want the Chicago Bears to stay with them. I'm not saying I, I think Justin Fields is going to be a good quarterback, but there's no way he's 24. There's no way I'm picking the Steelers to go to the Super Bowl with that. Or Russ, for that matter. I, honestly, they need to majorly upgrade their offense, and I don't love the Arthur Smith. I'm definitely not picking the Steelers next year. I do love the talent. I think their GM is on fire right now. He keeps picking these great players. He just is not picking the quarterback, and those are not the answers. If some, hey, trade up to trade up to one or two and give me Jaden Daniels or Kale Williams, then I'll pick him for the Super Bowl. But nothing, none of these picks. Justin Fields. I don't. One thing about Pittsburgh, they have a great receiver in George Pickens. Mm-hmm. And what happened last year? They couldn't get him the ball, right. and the offense totally fell apart. So you want a quarterback who's a little more Brock Purdy-ish and a little less Justin Fields-ish. Fields has trouble letting go of the ball. It doesn't really feed the receivers well. So I don't know if Arthur Smith is the guy to get that out of him. I know. I love this, that Justin Fields can't get the ball to George Pickens, but everyone thinks he'd be able to get the ball to Maserati Marv with no problem if the Bears just pass on Caleb Williams and get a bunch of picks and get Marvin Harrison Jr. That's not going to be an issue at all. Him getting yes. the ball to DJ Moore, getting the ball to Marvin Harrison, yet he's not going to be able to get the ball to George Pickens. That's see how he, inconsistent this sounds. That's because he'd have Shane Waldron coaching him in Chicago and Shane Waldron's great. at the, He's a former wide receiver coach. Gets the most out of the quarterback wide receiver connections. Arthur Smith and Mike Tomlin, man, who knows what those guys are going to do with this combination. <laughs> it's it's a matter of these particular situations. And Pittsburgh is not an ideal situation. They, they have a lot to figure out at quarterback. Meanwhile, one potential Russ landing spot that we don't talk about a lot, and maybe it's because they're laser-focused in on Kirk Cousins, 
but the Minnesota Vikings. Mm. So we get a little bit of drama potentially brewing with, I'm sorry, EJ, it was the, a guy from the Pioneer Press? Yes. Uh, who is reporting that there's some steam? Was it steam was the word Steam was the word that was used, Pick yes. it up steam, uh, reportedly, that Justin Jefferson could be a trade candidate. Uh, oh, boy. I don't know why you would do that if you're Minnesota. I mean, okay, someone's going to blow you away. You got Jordan Addison, I guess. Maybe you feel like you have a, a number one receiver. I, I don't know what kind of message, you know, the fan base is supposed to take from this. Is it possible, you know, you bring back Cousins or maybe you go to Russ there and try to keep Justin Jefferson happy? I don't know if, like, bringing in Russell Wilson will make him happy, but you got to do something because you do not want this to devolve into – uh, you know, a situation where Justin Jefferson is not a malcontent wide receiver. Don't turn him into one. He just wants to know the future of what the quarterback situation is in Minnesota. That's totally valid. Well, now there's this report out there that Justin Jefferson doesn't want wide receiver money. He doesn't want to be the highest paid wide receiver. He wants quarterback money in the 40s. So that, what if I told you he's demanding $45 million a year? Well, I'd like to call his bluff on that a little bit. Well, I think this trade rumor comes out of Justin Jefferson is negotiating. I think they're yeah. all negotiating. I he's going to become the highest paid wide receiver, and I actually am not calling his bluff. I think it's going to be significantly ahead of the next closest guy because he is like a quarterback to that team. I, I know that's re- weird and ridiculous, but Justin Jefferson is going to make anybody who goes back there effective in the short term. So I do think he gets a good, I don't know, 10% higher. No, 15% higher. I think he comes way into the 30s. Okay, like but you're bidding against 36. yourself, you know? No, well, that's what that's why Jefferson or somebody got this report out there that, hey, somebody else will pay. You're not really bidding against yourself because there is a market. Another team can say, hey, if you don't want to pay him that, we'll pay him that. I guess, uh, what do you think about Rust to Minnesota? Is that a possible no. landing spot? Uh, yeah, of course it's possible, but you got you got to bring back Kirk Cousins. I love it. Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. That's going to go to the end of time. One year, <laughs> two year <laughs> guaranteed meals. No, they they can't quit each other. Why why would you go from Kirk Cousins? You know this offense works to Russell Wilson, where you, it's an unknown. Well, just because if they don't want to give Kirk Cousins the fully guaranteed contract, and Minnesota's picking at eleven. Well, so Russ is expensive too. No, but not because Denver's picking up the check. What is Russ's per year? Yeah. It's, so Denver picks up the whole $38 million or whatever, and Russ, you can pay a million and a half dollars. You can pay him anything, right. But he's going to—I saw a report that he's going to want at least twenty for this year. He's going to want a new deal. Um, Why? He should just take the Den- the Denver deal. Well, he's going to get He's going to get that money. There's something about—I read—I think it was— you know, Peter, that he's going to get a new contract that's going to pay him. It's going to offset the Denver thing. So the new team to get it all done has to offset some of the Denver thing. Mm. So he's going to get between twenty and thirty from his new team. Oof, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. I thought and that by the way, Kirk's, that, Kirk, that was part of the good part about Russell Wilson. That's the redeeming quality is that he's going to be cheap. Yeah, I think they're going to have to pay him some money. But regardless, so uh, Kirk's guarantee is not going to be that huge. I, what did he get? Daniel Jones money. Yeah, that's $45 million, $40 million. Yeah, but it's going to be short-term. It's not going to kill you. I, I think that's okay. You're not doing uh, six years, a hundred, you know, Kyler Murray kind of stuff. Okay, but if it was that simple, why didn't he have a contract extension? I think he will. No, but why didn't he last year? Like, why did they play this game if they, uh, lo- if they well, love think, each other so much? I, I think last year was revealing. They were really good when he was a quarterback, and they, they fell apart when he left. I think last year their offense kind of hit a new gear when he was in there. I, they who knows? Do you think they it's a newfound re- love for him? I, I think they could, they realized last year they could compete in the NFC with Kirk Cousins. 
Uh, I think they would have been a really dangerous team moving forward, and they can't without him. I think last year they learned a lot about life without Kirk Cousins. I don't know. They had a home playoff game, and they, you know, what the bed to the New York Giants. Yeah, but they were falling apart at that point. They were thirteen and four, <laughs> and the talking about the Eagles of help our ten one. Everyone knew that that was the luckiest thirteen and four. They were they were spiraling actually, ironically. But I think last year they looked really good. And let's face it, if you take Kirk Cousins off that team right now, they're they're. Five and twelve again, but maybe this is where Russ comes in. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Listen, it's not easy to find a landing spot here for Russell Wilson, especially if he's got these lofty goals. Whether he's just talking the talk or what, this is not easy. It's not easy if he said, "Hey, I just want to be a starter and I want to hold the clipboard for someone else." Like this is, or you know, be a bridge or whatever. This is not easy to find a, a landing spot for him. I don't think it's as hard as you think. I mean, there are a lot of bad quarterback situations in the NFL, and teams will be desperate, and there are like only who? so many rookies that you can put in. Oh, I get it. We get a revolving door of bad quarterbacks throughout the season, but going into the season, what's something that he would like that also would want him? It's, like, not that easy to find. Like, Washington, does he really – does he want to keep the seat warm for Drake May? He might not have a choice. Maybe. He might not have a choice. That's but, true. Yeah, but at the same time, again, he's got, he's going to go after whether his, whatever, whatever his options are. You're talking about a guy that may get cut and then have to sign a minimum just to be a quarterback for another team. But I think he's willing to do that. And, look, we're talking about the uh, uh, possibilities. Again, not everybody's going to get Caleb Williams. Not everybody's going to get Drake May. Not everyone's going to get J.D. And, uh, Daniels. So some of these teams are going to need a quarterback. The Raiders right. are going to need a quarterback. The Falcons are going to need a quarterback. Right. Uh, Obviously, the Broncos' new quarterback is not going to be him, but there are going to be teams that are going to be saying, "Hey, you know what? We need to get through this season and show our fans, hey, we're trying to do something at least this season." And right. he'll land somewhere there. Right, but you're talking about kind of a situation that my friend Andy Dalton used to find himself in three years ago—a completely non-ideal situation where you're kind of doomed. I mean, I see. I don't. I don't necessarily agree that you're doomed in some of those places. Now, if Russ wants to win, wants to win a Super Bowl, yeah, he's probably doomed. But, I mean, could the Falcons with him? Yeah, Atlanta's interesting. I will I admit mean, that. I mean, he's a much bigger upgrade from the guys they had. You know, you know, again, the Raiders, you got Devontae Adams, you got Max Crosby, you got some stars, and we saw Aiden O'Connell win games for them. Could he not go over there and win some games there? Possibly. I think the big thing with Russell Wilson, let's, let's talk about the quarterback for one second. He has slowed down tremendously. Yeah, he's it 35. Was, yeah, I know, but some guys are 35, like, there were plays where the stick, the stick was three yards away, the first down stick last year, and he was running like he was in quicksand to get there. So I think that's a big issue. Who is Russell Wilson if he's not mobile? Because he was great. Eight years ago, man, you could not bring him down in the fourth quarter. Now you certainly can. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Landing spots for Russell Wilson. Again, he said and told Brandon Marshall in the I Am Athlete podcast, two Lombardis in the next five years. I didn't know he wanted to back up Mahomes. He could do that. <laughs> That's the best way to get two in the next five. Coming up, oh, man, new sport alert. This one's amazing. Why didn't we think of this sooner? New sport. It's going to take the country by storm. We'll get to that next. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Oh, wow. Get a little... After dark here and early in the morning, <laughs> people on the West the Coast. <laughs> people on the West Coast might still be up for that. Welcome back mm. to Maggie and Perloff. Put that little... poop hat back on. Let's go. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> what? Bogus is Somebody said Maggie looks good in the chat in the poop, poop hat. For poop wizards? Mm. 
What the heck? <laughs> that is a turn I did not expect. That's what they do. Right. Dave, Matthews, big, Dave Matthews retreat. <laughs> yeah, this big, huge, gigantic head is—is uh, is no. that your thing? No thanks. Is that your kink? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Just Show. the big head, nothing else. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh man, you so, were saying you bring the this hat. is the I'm uh, bring the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the rosé. <laughs> Do you guys notice this was the first weekend where we didn't really have football in the sense last weekend there was no football, but I was still recovering from the Super Bowl. I think a lot of us were. This felt like the first weekend where we could actually live our lives, our off-season lives. And Maggie, I understand you went to an interesting soiree. Yeah, I did. I went to a party. My mom was throwing a party. It was lovely. Uh, oh, nothing like a mom party. Oh, you know, my mom, she throws parties for a living, so she really knows what she's doing. And it was great, a lot of family and stuff like that. And one of the things that she got was a tarot card reader to be a part of the party. So the tarot card reader was set up in a different room. And as people are mingling and we did like this extended sort of cocktail hour, you could go into a separate room and have this woman, Stephanie, read your tarot cards as like part of the fun of the party. Super fun. Yeah. I love it. I know. And EJ's like, there's no chance I would do it. I'm like, dude, it wasn't a seance. We weren't like, this is not the... We weren't conjuring anything. It was just a simple tarot card reading. Every tarot card reading I've ever seen on yeah. television, which means it must be real, yeah. <laughs> always comes out ominous, telling you, oh, you better not go to work tomorrow or something <laughs> weird. Like, keep that away from me. Yeah. I, I'm all I'm fine with horoscopes. I, I have no choice to be fine with horoscopes due to my relationship situation, but I'm fine with that. Tarot card readings... That gets a little too personal. It's Dude, like a, she's not like calling her shot. She's not like, hey, eat that piece of chocolate cake because it's going to be your last. Like it's not, it's not that size. It's not even, on the nose. Sometimes it's not so much yeah. even the future though. The future ones are really bad too. Sometimes it's the you know you seem to have you know issues with something. Did something happen in your life when you were thirteen and yeah, you know yeah. what it is? And you don't want to say it. Like <laughs> you I, don't have to say. I don't. It. I don't want to. I don't want to even snooping in that area. It's like no, <laughs> You're I'm good. Like what's going leave on. me alone. I'll All be right. fine. It's yeah. not therapy. It's it's nothing like that. No, but you get you sitting there, and this woman knows everything about you. She predicts it's like this, 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 and boom, that death card comes out. What <laughs> are you supposed to think? <laughs> there is a death card. That's yeah. specifically I've gotten it before. I used to go to the tarot card reader on Seventh Avenue over here <laughs> when we were hammered, and <laughs> if she wanted to boom that death card on you, and you're you're kind of drunk, a little buzz. There's nothing scarier. Well, I don't a understand. death card doesn't mean you're going to die. It means something mm, in your life it, is ending. Yeah, yeah, called your life. <laughs> what do you think the death card really means? They're just being nice, Maggie. That death card means that, that you know, the end is near. Listen, it someone's born. She's <laughs> fair. She said, uh, I'm at a crossroads. I got the two swords yeah. with the blindfolded person. I don't uh, know which direction to go in. Ooh. See, that was, was scary. personal. Me. Well, why would that scare like you? Crossroads. Like, yeah, what crossroads are you at? Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to find out. Right. Well, is this a good <laughs> tarot card? It also, it also said I need to have a conversation with somebody close to me. And Oof. that it would be like, I, there's a conversation I need to have that I'm not having. And to be honest, I don't really think I have that. You said wow. this was fun. It was fun. How does that, that, what about that sounds fun? I don't know. We talked about you our You have sign. a serious conversation <laughs> and you're at a crossroads. That's what you learned. <laughs> I think it's fun. I didn't take it as gospel. Again, she'd have a crystal ball. She'd have some crystals that she put out. That was just really about the energy in the room. You got to zhuzh it up a little, <laughs> you know. 
So there's I can't all the, you guys are so uniform. There's all these tricks to tarot card. It's much we interviewed a magician, Super Bowl, very much like a magician. They do two things. They can you walk into the room, they can tell certain things about you, then they suggest certain things. And by the end of a good tarot card reader, you're like, Oh my god, that person knows everything that just has ever happened to me yeah. and knows everything that will happen to me. Like, it give my sound social like you, security number and pin number. Did that seem weird? Did, did you have a good tarot card reader? Because it doesn't yeah. sound like she made much of an impact. She was all, she was like very positive. You know, listen, you hire somebody to come be a tarot card reader at your party, which is what my mom did over the weekend. And it was a lot of fun. They're not going to come in and be like, it's looking bad. Like, of course, they're going to put a positive spin. <laughs> cancer, cancer, divorce. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Earthquakes coming. Right. Tsunami. And was there any, any connection with the dead at any point there? Because nope. tarot card readers can do that, too. No, there was nothing like Definitely that. communicate with dead people. Otherwise, Are you sure, I think you're positive. talking about mediums. No, 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 because the tarot card is is similar in the sense that they could communicate with unseen things. I, I maybe. Where do you think those cards come from? You think they're that? Where do you think the power to turn over the right Amazon. card comes from? I mean, this isn't the movie The Craft. <laughs> it's just, it was simple fun. <laughs> but you if, need a rebate on this tarot card <laughs> reader. They have, a, they have a Ouija board there too. Uh, that's similar the next philosophy. Party. <laughs> that, that's the next sleepover. I'm just confused that you're promoting it and saying it was good, but you're taking nothing from it. Well, we'll see what happens. Maybe I just couldn't think of it in the moment. Maybe I really oh. do have some kind of conversation to have. Which, again, why, why would you be welcoming right. that? I don't know. A problem a problem shared is a problem halved. I don't know. Maybe I do need to have a conversation. Maybe it's better to clear the air. But I think I'm good with everyone I know. Maybe I'm not. Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. It did, like, ruin my night. It was fun. It's ruined me and EJ's day, apparently. <laughs> yeah, now I'd be thinking, like, yo, like, is, is there going to be an issue that with the show? Oh, no, or no, with sorry. I did, I did ask, is it personal or professional? So she drew another card and saw in that card it was personal. Everything's fine mm. with the show. No okay. career crossroads. You so keep you're doing saying, great. You she keep loves the show. It was fun. Yeah, it was different. Something feels right. You said fun four times. Guys, it was really fun. No. What the heck? Is, <laughs> what, what is kind of weak? Tarot card reading is this like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I went and I paid for, uh, you know, this tarot card reader or a seance or something. It was fun. Well, she's ignoring it. That's why it's fun. Well, it yeah, yeah. I, first of all, you're in pure denial of the way the dark arts work. <laughs> I don't think you'd understand how. Yeah. And no, I, no, it was cute. Yeah. Was every, every Doctor Strange movie I watched told me that this is bad yeah, yeah. news. I know. This you guys dark magic. think of this as like witchcraft. Yeah, yeah, I, no, I, that, I didn't take it that way. That well, what what were you doing then? Of course, it's like witchcraft. It's exactly like witchcraft. That's what witchcraft is. It's like for a lark. Oh, Maggie, we have to take you to some a real tarot card reader and freak you out when you go in <laughs> no. there and be like, "Oh, what was it like to be born in Syracuse, New York?" Like a real tarot card reader will get to you underneath your skin. It was fun. It was a nice little experience. What, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I Not a tea this... party. It's a you're communicating with with unseen forces. Well, literally, I was at a party. I'm not going to be a downer. But this lady should have spooked you. Like, that's the problem here. She, it's not registering. Like, if that said that to me, I'd be scouring my brain for the Same. last 72 hours on who in my life do I need to have a conversation with? Hmm. And what am I not looking, what am I ignoring or missing here? And you're what just is, like, what oh, is this crossroads I'm about to face? Right, exactly. I don't know. I feel like life just comes at you. You just got to take it for what it is. Or something like that. Uh, Bogus is here with headlines. Well, we, we should pay I'm for a real tarot card reader to come in now. and freak I'll out Maggie. Yeah, <laughs> no. I would could love to do, see could, that. Could somebody do that, though? Definitely. All right. This almost needs to be a show segment. What about that caller that does it? 
Oh, Andrea. Can Andrea yeah. do tarot? I don't course? think she does tarot. She does horoscopes. She uh, definitely does, does tarot. Like, she cards. reads your sign. Oh, I get it. Andrea, call it now if you're listening. I, you wait, definitely are on. familiar like with a pack of tarot cards. And, and like people do horoscopes. It's almost like being like an infielder. Like, if you can play second, you can play third. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Well, the corner might be a little different. Yeah, no, Andrea, <laughs> I will bet $1,000 she can read tarot Hold cards. Hold on. Andrea can't do it because I have to cut the deck. Duh. No, but in general, what? she can do it. Oh, she might be able to, but she you have to be, skill. you you cut the deck of cards is in front of you, the tarot cards, and you cut the deck as many times as you want, and then that's where she takes the cards from. So well, it's New York like, City's lovely in February, kind of. Maybe, maybe <laughs> Andrea will take a flight here. You never know. You don't think there's tarot card readers in this city? Well, that's what we're trying to get to do. But you're saying that you have one that was good. I'm I telling like you, her. if it's not a, a tarot card reader that's on the corner of some like weird street or in some <laughs> alleyway where you got to climb up 50 stairs right. and go Super to some skinny weird, building. Yeah, in a really thin <laughs> building and go in a very small, like yeah. four-story yeah. weird building. Like yeah. if it's not that, I don't know if it's a real tarot card. And she's got to have city. a weird mole on her face too. hundred percent. Right. If there's no weird mole, then you, you're basically paying for nothing. And on the floor above, you could, you could do karaoke as well. Yeah. <laughs> And you Great can't point. tell where she's from. Right. No, no, no. Uh, it's some yeah, sort of gypsy Jersey. background. Right. This one was from Jersey. <laughs> no, Romania involved, like, just from Jersey? <laughs> you can't be from Freehold and read tarot cards. <laughs> Not allowed. Uh, Maggie, let's get on the record. Do you believe in ghosts? I, have, I do because I uh, have a ghost story. Okay. So, wow. Yeah. See, well, Maggie's not afraid of anything. Now we learn that that's a problem. She's seen ghosts. She's not afraid of... So now, once you once you experience that, you're not afraid of anything. But it doesn't feel like she believes that tarot cards are real. Right. I think it's more like a horoscope. I think it's like a lot of things could apply. I don't think it's being so specific. It's like you're at a crossroads and something in your personal life. It's like, all right. Yeah. That could be anything. Yeah, but it's not like, what mascara am I going to wear tomorrow? It's like, <laughs> am I happy here? Does this person love me? Am I moving? Like, it's a real thing. Hmm. It can't be something simple like am I having mac and cheese later. <laughs> Try the tarot card re- reader down here by the pizza place. All right. We'll see how much how much does she charge for a reading? Uh maybe yeah, a slice. I got, a, I got a <laughs> <laughs> trade slices for readings. Uh well enough about me. Andrew mm. Bogus is here. Oh, actually more about you, because you asked going to break, why didn't we think of this sooner? I'd argue that we should have never thought of this. Dice, Axelstein, Axelstein, touchdown for the Vessies! Bauen die Führung aus, 19, 12 und gleich noch der Pointer auf der Touchdown. Was ist hier denn los? If you're not up on your German, that's American ice football. It was on German TV before our Super Bowl a few Sundays ago. Brought to you by the same minds who came up with soccer on ice. Uh, I guess there are some German celebrities involved in this. There are 32 players total split into four teams. They're dressed like the misfit son of a football dad and a hockey mom. And it appears that their shoes are not made for traction. So there are plenty of falls on the ice while they play football because that makes sense. It looks like uh, just a bunch of Homer Simpsons out there trying to run. They have regular <laughs> shoes on ice. Obviously, this doesn't go well, and everyone looks a little heavier. Who are the German celebrities? Hasselhoff? Is there another German that, I, don't, I did. I read the first three paragraphs, and I gave up. It was hurting my brain. This is amazing. You see the guy try to kick the field goal? And he fell <laughs> right on his butt. Yeah. I think my favorite clip was when... You know, in American football, when there's a bad snap and it goes over somebody's head 20 yards, guess what? You just jump on the ball and it's like a disastrous play. But not in ice football. In ice football, the quarterback can pick up the ball, and because nobody has footing, he's actually able to get past four or five different defenders who could not bring him to the ice 
and scored a touchdown. Oh, my god! I mean, you can't get this kind of play in American football. We have to bring ice football to the U.S. I want to do it on the show, but Perloff's got a bum knee. <laughs> I'm definitely not doing this. This is a major injury waiting to happen. Do they court storm on ice football? <laughs> ice storm. Honestly, the two legit to quit when they play with the touchdown is awesome. Give me more MC Hammer. My daughters are into ice skating, and just get if you guys want to laugh, just get me on ice skates. It is. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> well, we is, saw you on skis, and you almost killed yourself. Desperately <laughs> groping to find the wall, so I could. So desperately just, groping. Yeah, these guys. Uh, yeah, honestly, if you guys ice skated recently, like you kind of have to hold on to the yeah. wall the whole time to get down the down the rink. I don't know how these guys on sneakers are doing it, and not getting concussed every three seconds. Well, they've got a helmet on. Ice baseball would probably oh. be the best of all of them. <laughs> no, I like the sports on their natural surfaces. Well, play ice football with cleats and see what happens. That'll be fun. <laughs> the, the shoes were tough enough. <laughs> that is sliding in a second. <laughs> Ouch. Have you guys uh, ever curled? Now, that's a good ice sport. I really want to do curling. Curling's awesome. Curling is, looks so fun. It's my favorite winter Olympic sport. Uh, I think it's the hipsters. What? Curling is amazing. It's like bowling on ice. It's great. I think people, it's boring to me. How? To watch, you mean? Yeah. Oh, to do it. Doing it is fun. Doing it is super You're fun. You're just sweeping. Welcome to just being a woman. <laughs> Sucks. Uh-huh. A sweep. It's more sweeping. When you're playing, the, the sweeping is so it's <laughs> no. so it's so interesting. You don't know what what force to sweep. It, it's an incredible sport. Honestly, like we should go out as a team. We would. You'd love it. It's a I'm, little. It's like I'm, bowling. It's a combination of this American ice football and bowling and a little archery because it's like hitting a certain spot. In the whatever, there's zero board. archery in this. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little bit like archery. It's like no. a bullseye. No, because it's like a bullseye. Exactly. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, I think it's closer right. to bocce ball. Yeah, bocce. Okay. A little more of that. Let, let me pick the uniforms, please. <laughs> you know how in archery you let it go and it flings towards the target? This is not like that. No, but it's about hitting a certain spot in a specific area. Hmm. That yeah. part of it is like archery. That's yeah, what look, I'm trying to say. Loose but interpretation. Throwing a basketball into a hoop is the same thing as about aim. That doesn't make it archery. No, it's totally different. Because in, in, in basketball, regardless of whether you make it or miss it, th- there's only one result. In, in archery and in curling, there's room for being really good or okay, and you can still win. Any other headlines? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wrong on Moving this. Moving on. Yeah, I'm, I'm I got gotcha. you. Uh, the Bengals have officially placed a franchise tag on receiver T. Higgins. NFL Network says the Chiefs and Andy Reid will soon start extension talks. And I don't think this requires the poop ad. Uh, but there are reports floating this morning that Maserati Marv will not work out at the uh, combine this week. What the hell? I'm sorry. He, wait, listen to this. <laughs> He's probably not going to do anything. Pro day, private workouts, nothing. He's standing on his football and getting ready for next season. Good for him. That's what, ridiculous. What else does he have to do at the combine? I want to see him if he could break 4-4 on the 40. That would be amazing to watch. Yeah, t- tear ham- hamstring or something. He's he, smart. That's a smart move. What about us? Well, <laughs> it doesn't matter about us. <laughs> and, um, a Mazda Marv wants to, wants to be able to be drafted and have a healthy career. I don't blame him. Good for him. Ah, uh, whatever. I got a second thing that makes Pete happy. 103.98 Sacramento. Malik yes. for three. He's got the triple.
Malik Monk from downtown makes it 106 to 98. Not a Malik Monk three, a highlight from Gary, Gary Gerald, Gerald on Kings Radio. I know my Pete, Sacramento, a 123-107 win over the Clippers in L.A. Those clips just unveiling new uniforms, a new logo. There's a slight color change, I think, in the shade of blue they're using. All of this for next season when they move into their new arena. If the NBA wanted to do a church game, you hire Gary Gerald to do the uh, play-by-play. Mm-hmm. What makes him so much better than all the other people? Because he's very different. He's also 80, so he's right in peace. <laughs> Asian, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Good for Jerry. Yeah. Gary. His original broadcast was cans and strings. That's <laughs> right. why people No electricity. Either. Wait, what, what he was is there that? for the shot heard around the world and then also here for the Kings. I'm just oh. kidding. I don't even he, know who he is. He, he had to too, recreate broadcasts. He had to make the noise himself. <laughs> he was 70 for the shot heard around the world. He's, <laughs> he's like doing the clippity-clop for a horse race. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm actually this taking like shots this guy. I've never oh. heard him. And I like the Kings. So, oh, hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who does their TV? It's someone who also does national, Mark right? Jones. Mark Jones, right? ESPN. Is Ice Reynolds still part of that? I think Doug Christie. Yeah, Doug, Doug Christie has been a part of that. They recently fired Matt Barnes. Yes, from their. I oh, that was that. wild. Yeah, yeah was he got into a fight. Yeah, well, with a kid. <laughs> he with a kid. Yeah, <laughs> he grabbed a kid. Gotta keep that part game. in. It was like a kid broadcaster. Yeah. Oh. It was Gary Gerald's great great grandson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Um, what happened? Did he actually hit? He he picked the kid so, up. So he put the kid. So the kid. I don't know what happened, but his his sons, I guess, were playing in a game and. He was upset about how I guess the announcer yeah, student announcer. No, yeah. no, no. So he he was this... he was yelling at the refs, right? And the kid told him to shut up from courtside so they the... could get back to the game. And he went at the kid, right? Oh. And put his hand on him and <laughs> said, "Hey, son." What kid in their right mind? We were talking about this with the Cam Newton video, which we'll talk about next. But what ch- what person in the right mind would ever yell at Matt Barnes? Do you not Google anything? Do you not have a computer? Someone Matt Barnes has... is not messing around, man. That's not an act. Someone who has guts. His kids are supposed to be really good right. too. They're twins, right? That yeah. was his second yeah. incident, right? Did we talk about it? he had another? <laughs> well, no, I did not know about another first incident, incident, but I'm gonna take your word too. for it. To be honest, yeah, yeah, he had another sports parent incident. Can I tell you something? A little known fact about Matt Barnes: he's the best smelling person I've ever been around. Came in for an interview at Sports Illustrated. Yeah. No one's ever smelled better. I mean, his hair is always weed. very nicely groomed. I'm not surprised. <laughs> What's that? Oh, I missed it. What'd you say, bro? <laughs> What? Oh, it was called weed. weed. No. Oh. Well, yeah, you're high as a kite. I spent five minutes with him. Wait, me or him? Well, I'm just saying you after this. I oh, mean, the second hand? Yeah, I mean. No, it wasn't weed. It was like some kind of, it must have been some sort of cologne or something. I mean, you see his hair, his hair is very, his hair is very gelled and yes. very put together. It wouldn't surprise me. No, but I've and you know who could back me up on though, this? For sure. Chris Mannix was there. He's a man. Also said this. This is not like us trying to come on to Matt Barnes or anything. He just smelled great. <laughs> At what point, though, are you allowed to tell Matt Barnes to shut up? Like, it is a... Are they going to say, do you tell Matt Barnes you smell great? And <laughs> no. I, did, I definitely didn't. Then tell him hmm. to shut up. Is right. that Pineapple Express? What is that? <laughs> By the way, shut up. <laughs> Does it, I don't think a kid can tell Matt Barnes to shut up. But think, it's, a, it's a high school game, and you're calling the game, and Matt Barnes is going crazy at a referee, like, he probably was being too loud. He probably was being over the top. You're not giving Matt Barnes the benefit of the doubt at all. I watched him play for 13 years. (laughs) I've seen how he is on the court. Like, he's a very intense guy. Like, 
I don't know. The kid wants to do his job. Like, yeah, but isn't he? Calm I'm, down. I know. Serious. He's a huge marijuana advocate, as all yeah. spoke. Isn't he chill a little bit because of that, or that has no effect on him? He was I smoking think... in the league, and he was not chill. So yeah. I can't imagine that has anything any effect on him in any way. I thought people who smoked a lot were generally the, a little more laid back. This guy know. drove like two, three hours to find Derek Fisher to beat him yeah. up because yeah. he was <laughs> hanging out with his then ex-wife. Well, yeah. now, now ex-wife. Well, Derek Fisher was the head coach of the Knicks. That yes. was a. That's not a chill guy. No, but the other part, but I think this is, they have similar things in common, right? The kids are involved. Right. So I think once your kids are involved, listen, how many weird sports parents have we seen? Again. Yeah, no, sports parenting is a whole thing. And also everyone parenting sucks. I was at one of those trampoline places yesterday. Like, you just can't win. Whether you're a chill parent, whether you're a helicopter parent, everyone's annoying. I, I think you're right. I think sports parenting should be kept separate from the professional thing. You can't blame a sports dad for going crazy. I don't think he should have <laughs> lost his job. That was actually my first thought. I'm like, all sports parents are crazy. Why are you going to fire him for that? Didn't Mitch Wild think Williams get fired from MLB Network, I think, for the same thing? Is that why? I thought I he was going was, nuts yeah. at like a Little League game or a youth game. That's why Mitch went in that big lawsuit is about that? Uh, I don't know about a lawsuit, but well, he's double, suing. He's suing them for millions. Like, so. that was one of the most controversial firings ever. I think it was because he was going bananas at a at a youth game. Yeah, I think he sued MLB for their, basically took their pants off in a lawsuit about that firing. Mm. He's a Philly, so he I got to support He won that lawsuit, by the way. He did win the law. Interesting. Was it about him, Was it about him getting fired? About the that I'm trying to still figure out. Right. Uh, but yeah, it looks like speculating it. here. Two articles on the sports website Deadspin described his alleged behavior at a May 2014 tournament in Maryland involving a team of 10 year olds that included Williams' son. Williams swore, way, speak- swore at umpires and ordered one of his pitchers to throw at an opposing batter. Oh, See, like, oh this is loser stuff. I'm sorry, Mitch, like Matt Barnes, uh, Mitch Williams, easy. like, like, come on, yeah, no, relax, good. relax. How do you win that lawsuit? <laughs> Anywho. Um, By the way, speaking of tournaments, it's we're, we have three hours and 45 minutes in, and we haven't talked about the cam video. Oh, it's coming. Oh, is Talk it coming? Next. Yeah, on this corner to the rundown. Yeah, yeah. whole day rundown. <laughs> Saving best for last. <laughs> the last segment of the rundown. Oh, yeah, I we ever follow the rundown. The, the well, last segment of the rundown. It's just funny that the last segment of the rundown is literally labeled, What the hell happened in that Cam Newton fight? <laughs> That's the segment. The Queen's English right there. <laughs> so you just got to make it plain. You guys and your kings. rundowns and uh, <laughs> Bellotti yelling, get your read in now. I, can we just can we just have fun? Can't we just have fun like the tarot card reader? <laughs> <laughs> she told me I'm at a crossroads. Yeah, Bellotti's giving me the death card slash stare right now. <laughs> it's only death cards. It's a stack of death cards. I want Gary Gerald to be my tarot card reader. <laughs> He's actually carving them. Yeah. His great-great-grandson has actually just turned 90. <laughs> Eight five five two one two four CBS. Sometimes when I want to go and the two two. I was just uh, <laughs> but we're not a live baseball game. I was just gonna rip you for making a reference and no one who's outside of that market has any idea what you're talking about and how you know this guy so well is kind of weird. Oh, it's it, there's a long history there. Right? <laughs> yeah, we've been I doing love, this for thirteen years. I love Gary Gerald. <laughs> we're all getting up to speed. You guys learned about Bruce today. We're learning right. about Gary Gerald. Yeah. We're still learning. Uh, you know, figuring each other out. Got 13 years of uh, morning show history they're going through. Yeah. And we got Bruce with the glass eye who lost it during sex. Yeah, you're winning so far today. Make up a story just to be in the crowd here. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to come up with anything as good as Bruce. A five five two one two four CBS. All right, coming up. What the hell happened in that Cam Newton fight? As it says right here on the rundown. We'll get to that next. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast welcome back maggie gray andrew perloff so this was wild uh got some video yesterday that involved Cam Newton. He was in a scuffle. It was on a seven-on-seven football game in Atlanta. So the event was organized by a, a place called We Ball Sports, an apparel and sports media company. It was an under-15 and under-18 teams in Georgia and Alabama that come together for these competitive tournaments. And Newton has a program that participated. So uh, it was individuals involved with something called Top Shelf Performance, which is a wide receiver training facility in Atlanta. K, uh, have youth teams in the event approach Cam Newton at the top of a set of steps um, and grab Newton and it, it basically devolved into like kind of a brawl and they you know some guy comes up and basically sucker punches Cam Newton I mean former MVP Cam Newton Heisman Trophy winner Cam Newton and you know we were talking about this so meanwhile Cam's uh, representatives have not commented uh, everything got shut down the Atlanta Police Department was called I mean it became a whole thing Perloff um, yeah, and the hat didn't move. Let's make that's the probably the number move. one most important detail. He's wearing a big hat. His his hat collection, his hat line, you know, yeah. his fashion line, and uh, it never moved off of his head. I mean, listen, Cam's. A, so this is what it comes down to. Why does anyone in the right mind? 
think that they could come and mess with Cam Newton? First I have of all, no idea. The guy's mom, a uh, huge, right? He wasn't just a quarterback, as he will tell you. He was a game changer. He was bowling over linebackers long before Josh Allen was doing anything like that. I mean, Cam is a force. Why you would ever think you could step to Cam Newton when I don't think people do this to you would never do this to Lamar Jackson. You wouldn't do this to Alex Smith. I'm just trying to think of who else we could put any quarterback out there. Well, who, well, well, well. Who's getting in fight? Well, I will tell you one thing, though. It's a youth sports situation, and we're talking about uh, sports parent. I mean, obviously, what happened to Akeem Talib? People oh, get in yeah. crazy fights around youth sports. This is, and I know, I don't, with the details have not come out, but I do believe that this could have something to do with Cam team versus their team coaching. Like, it could be, are we in that sports oh, parent? People maybe. just go insane around kids playing sports, and I wonder if these guys took offense to some, I have no idea. Because I can't think of any other possible explanation. First of all, it's stupid because he's huge. But second of all, it's completely, I mean, they must have, it's illegal and unnecessary and just weird. The other part, too, about Cam is like, listen, has Cam had polarizing things that have happened in his career? Absolutely. You know, did people have, you know, opinions about Cam Newton? For sure. But I think he's generally beloved in the community, if you will. He does a lot. He does a lot for youth sports. He's out there. You know, he's not just in some ivory tower. I think people respect that about him, EJ. I mean, I I think to some people, yes. But I think to other people, they look at how the media talks about Cam Newton. I mean, he stepped out and said what he said about these quarterbacks. And what did we hear? Half the people said, hey, maybe he's got a point. Half people said, what did Cam Newton do? About did, Brock Purdy. Right, about Brock Purdy manager, being a yeah. game manager. And it was, how many Super Bowls did he win? Uh, didn't you not go after a fumble? Like, why do you wear these weird hats and wear clothes? Like, I think people, they are very on the internet, and they say crazy stuff. And they looked at Cam Newton, they see his weird hats, and they see his romper, and don't think that he's about that life. Yeah. And he had to show them. But I do think that some of that is the dialogue and the conversation about these players and how they get talked about. I think Cam has been getting picked on, not just this incident, but another incident a couple years ago. You know, as more details come out, we'll keep you updated on that story. Thank you, DJ Stewart. Thank you to Pete Pilati, Andrew Bogish. Remy was with us today, yes? Doing a great job. See you tomorrow. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.